and welcome to episode number 85 of The Third Power. As always, or almost every single time always, except for the very early days, uh, this is one of your hosts, Anthony Avatolo. And with me, of course, is everyone's most enthusiastic metal fan, Usman Jamil. Hello, I'm excited. <laughs> As always, we can feel it seep through the microphone. I can almost can almost taste the excitement. And uh we're here again to share a uh a preview card for Dominaria United. So uh thank you to Wizards of the Coast for this free preview here. Uh we get a, the honor of sharing it with you all. Um so we're glad you joined us and uh my you know uh ever enthusiastic co-host is going to tell you all about it yeah so it's a i just cut that post (laughs) (laughs) that was a terrible introduction you know what i'll keep it yolo whatever (laughs) so it's i don't know like it's an elf it's, okay, <laughs> you here. Let, let me help you out. Why don't you tell them the name of it? <laughs> it's called Leaf Crowned Visionary. Okay, there you go. Good job. Keep going. It costs double green. It is a creature elf druid. And should I keep going? Yeah, yeah. Please, please. What power and toughness? Okay, so it's a one-one. Cool. Okay, a one. Does, a, one. <laughs> A one mana <laughs> or two mana one two one. Two mana. Two, that's two <laughs> mana. So it's green green. Green green one one. All right. Uh, does it have any other text? <laughs> it has some flavor text. Not like the seedling <laughs> you saved today. Maybe the sheltering bows of generations to come. That's good flavor text, by the way. I like that. It is good flavor text. Yeah. We always appreciate a good flavor text. Yeah. So, uh, uh, the actual text. <laughs> Other elves you control get plus one, plus one, and then whenever you cast an elf spell, you may pay a green if you do draw a card. Okay. Very nice. So this is obviously very much an elf tribal card. It's basically, uh, which elvish is it again? Elvish what? Clan caller. Clan caller. That's right. But but he can't call any can't call any other elves. Um, with I guess like, it kind of does yeah i guess drawing cards does right but that's like the life crafters uh bestiary right that's yeah the draw card one but notice it says elf spell so if you nameless inversion something pew pew draw card oh nice elf spell so yeah so that makes me uh you know optimistic that maybe one day we'll uh we'll get some more uh tribal spells again that'd be pretty sweet those were yeah. those were while they might have been confusing at times they were they were pretty fun too, I think. Yeah, I never had too much of a problem grokking them, but like, I mean, it's uh, they are kind of counterintuitive, and I you know it's kind of getting more into the game around you know like when Lorwyn was going on. So I mean, mm-hmm. I was probably in the right place, right time. Hey, do you remember how freaked out people were by Tarmogoyf when it first came out because it said the types include planeswalker and tribal oh yeah and we we're like what 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 are these planeswalker and tribal things you speak of like yep this is insane and uh, oddly enough i i think i've killed a few people with uh said nameless inversion on tarmogoyfs oh yeah 
to yeah. like, oh, it gets plus three. Oh, but right, but there's now an extra creature. There's now an extra card type. And oh, wait, how big are they? Wait, there's seven ones. I take fourteen. Mm-hmm. Oh, I guess uh, I'm. Uh, I guess oh, I'm dead. Cool. I uh, okay. I wonder. I haven't been following historic, and uh, I guess. I forget if Tarmogoyf is in the Explorer Mastery, but I know it's illegal and historic. But like, oh okay, I I'm trying to think if like kids these days, you know, just like before, people would get gotten by the bolt. You know, you bolt it and it doesn't die. Mm-hmm. The state based effects and like you know they get gotten. And I'm wondering how many people do that. Like I played against one today, and it was an O one, and then I. I bolted it, so it, it just died. Right, <laughs> like, so okay. it, it dead, dead. Yeah, it was just dead. Yeah, one's the safe place to be. Yeah, it's a it's a nice place for it for it to die. But yeah, poor, it's poor naked Tarmogoyf thrown yeah. out there to the wolves like that. Yeah, it. I think they just. Well, I was playing like blue red blitz, so they needed to find warm bodies to soak up damage, but it didn't work. They they just died. That. Your your deck name reminds me of a uh, punk song of Blue Red Blitz. Na, 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 oh yeah, Blue Red Blitz, na, 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 na. Ballroom Blitz or whatever. Yeah. We should, oh, we should come up with alternate lyrics for it, and you can like name all the cards with this. Something as hot as the sun. Oh yeah, it's kind of like Blue Red Wizards. You know, it's like fi- play with fire and Wizards Lightning. Wizards Lightning feels like it'd be a lyric in in that. Well, come song. on, that right, right. That that just goes right along with Go Wizard Lightning, we wanna yeah. on fire. Wizard Lightning, <laughs> Go Wizard Lightning. Everything that's called like Ball Lightning, you know. Yeah. Yeah, were you were you excited when it they showed the whatever promo version of that? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I, immediately my head's like Ball Lightning, Go Ball Lightning. Also, it was very cool. I was very happy to see the the uh, the Fintorn Elfin, the German mm-hmm. promo. That was cool. That was actually the that was the uh, Fintorn Elves I had in my queue for the longest time before uh, the Commander Legends version came out, or I guess the M twenty or the uh, from yeah the from Vault the Vault twenty. 20. Yeah. yeah, I think that's the the version that wound up in there next. But I had that German Ice Age Fintorn Elfin in there forever, and now I'm wow. like, ooh, ooh, I might go might go back to my roots. Yeah. So, so, so yeah, so we have an elf, we have yeah. an elf with lots of green and lots of things to do. And a, a surely you must need tribal interactions to make this work. So yeah. today we're, we're going to talk about, uh, how to do different tribal things in cube. Uh, you know, a, a good example of, of someone doing a neat tribal thing. Um, and if there's tribal things that already exist, uh, yeah. But well, we should probably thank Wizards for the for the pre-card. Oh yeah, uh, yeah, we can thank them again. I I thanked them at the beginning, and we'll. Thank oh, you them did? Again. Yeah, I, sure I don't did. know. My brain is all over the place. Wait, I'm way sorry. to pay attention, right? Hey, yeah. by the way, so Flicker Wisp, it's based off of the card Flicker. I did have a a recent realization that the beverage Sunkissed was a play <laughs> on Sunkissed. I was like, it was like at five in the morning. I just looked at. <laughs> Somebody posted a picture of an orange cat named Sunkiss. I'm like, oh, that's cute. And then I was like, <laughs> the light went off. <laughs> yeah, I was like, uh, that's, that's why it's called Sunkiss. Oh, my my wife made fun of me, and probably still makes fun of me to this day because literally watching, sitting watching TV one night, and the little jingle for K Jewelers comes on, and I go, 
oh my God, it's a double meaning. Yeah. Every kiss begins with K because like if you buy someone jewelry, they'll kiss you. But mm-hmm. also the word kiss begins with the letter K. Yeah. Yeah. And she was like, how did you not get that? I'm like, I, I don't know. I just never thought of it. So, I don't think I got that either. Honestly. <laughs> I, I know there have to be more of them out there. Oh, uh, for sure. It, it, it would be hysterical. I hope, hopefully some of you uh, who are listening to this right now, chime in with your, Oh, I'm dumb type moments. Cause uh, I'm sure there are some, it's like the, you know, how old were you when you learned that X, Y, Z, right? It's like, oh, yeah. I'm kind like, of one of I, those experiences. I was today years old or whatever. Exactly. Yeah. T-I-L, you know. Yeah. I wonder if people think like, you know, the flicker wisp thing. I wonder if people think like that's scripted. No, it's, it's not. not. It's, it's not, not scripted. No. It's not that's all. just me. It's just, yeah. It's, that's, uh, just, that's just how I roll. <laughs> well, uh, another way I know how you roll is to uh, try different sodas on the podcast oh. here. Oh, yes, that's true. So... The one I'm trying today is a, uh, and I've had this before. This is the last can in the four pack. Okay. It's an organic apple cider vinegar sparkling soda that is also lemon ginger. Yeah, because apple cider vinegar, like apple cider sounds great, and then you add vinegar to it, and you're like, oh, that sounds all. <laughs> yeah, I think I liked it. And I added a couple uh, frozen lime wedges to it mm-hmm. to to cool it down. You fancy. Yeah, so I'm gonna I'll try it out. But I mean, I remember it being good. Like, unless the limes make it bad for some reason. I don't know. It didn't. It's still good. It's mostly ginger, which okay. I'm not. Yeah, gonna which is a about. fine flavor. Sure, sure. Yeah. So yeah, I'm not going to complain about that. So I I actually bought one too on the way. Nice. So I made sure to have one tonight, um, which I've done before, but not very often. So this is actually a probiotic soda, apparently, but I was just looking for something a little off center. Uh, and it, it is watermelon, lime, and rosemary. Ah, uh, that sounds good. So watermelon, lime, and rosemary, uh, slightly sweet and subtly spiced. Okay. I think it says subtly spiced. S U B T L Y. There's like no E in there. I said I kind of added it. Yeah, that that makes sense. But it says it is uh, made with real organic fruit juice, organic spices, and live probiotics. So I'm I'm supposed to, my my stomach's supposed to feel better. So we'll, uh, if if you're not into ASMR, you should probably uh, mute for about a five count here because we're going to, we're going to pop it open here on camera. Uh, Yeah, I was going to wait until, but I was just like, it's too hot in this office, so I needed it to cool down. <laughs> right. I'm going to pour it into some ice right now, too. Uh, Doesn't that just sound refreshing? It does. It's very... It is very effervescent. Ooh, yes, it smells very good. But yes, yeah. you are effervescent, right. So I'm drinking Usman soda right now. Ooh, there we go. <laughs> that sounds bad. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so let's, let's try this. It does smell good, though. <laughs> It does smell, uh, I, I smell, definitely smell the watermelon and, and the rosemary Rose, for sure. Yeah. I was going to say rosemary seems like it'd be very pronounced. Yes. All right. Let's try it. Ooh, that's good. Nice. Yeah. It's very clean tasting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
Remember years ago when someone's like, I can't believe they like ate something on the podcast or drank fluid on the podcast. That was like one of our big criticisms. Oh yeah. I think it was like after I got off work and I was starving. Right. Like we have to record. We're trying to make this content for you. Okay. Well, good. That was good. Two for two on the, on the sodas there. Nice job. Yeah. Nice. Good job us. So we also saw, um, LaCroix, uh, cherry blossom flavor. Oh, okay. Interesting. It was awful. Oh, it's, it tasted super fake and it was really, Ah. it was, yeah, I was, I was quite disappointed, but I was like, I'm going to drink the rest of these because I paid for it. (laughs) They're free now. Yeah. So I actually, they had another probiotic soda with this one. I actually bought the, uh, a two different flavors. The other one was, uh, Orange, mango, chili, and lime. That sounds like it'd be amazing. So we'll we'll have to try that one again at some point, um, perhaps for our uh, our next cast here, or maybe I'll drink it before that and then act like I didn't have it. So yeah, I mean, this is the last can of the four pack, and I was like, this will be good. Yeah, or this was good, and yeah. I am enjoying my beverage quite a bit and giving people a little bit of that little tingle right there with the ice in the glass. A little make bit sure of... to get an actual glass uh, tumbler instead of a plastic one, so that way you get the nice little music. Ah, yeah. Little sound effects. So That's what right. we're here for. <laughs> yeah, right. Cube what? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Cube sound music effects. And, music and cats and metal, right? Like, yeah. That's what we're here. Yeah. Listening, so, listening to a lot of Sepultura cats. <laughs> one of my cat's birthdays today. You know, oh, just happy birthday. Just, yeah, he's he's a good boy. We gave him some some nice wet food. He, he he's having. I don't know what he's doing now. He's not in the office, so he's probably off doing cat things. But yeah, um, <laughs> he's off doing hot hot girl things. I mean, cat things. Yeah, he's off doing cat things. But yeah, usually like tribal things aren't really at least I would say for a long time in cube like I think the very fir- correct me if I'm wrong but I remember a lot of the original cubes probably like you know pre 2000 before quote unquote before cube became mainstream which is mm-hmm. I don't know how you would define that but I think it was very sparsely defined or like the only real tribal stuff I thought I saw was like maybe goblins in in like some cubes but sure goblins yeah a little bit of for sure um just because there was you know like goblins decks that existed in multiple forms so it was very easy to be like oh well i like this constructed deck so let me see if i can put the pieces in this right Mm -hmm. yeah so there's a little bit of that um you're right that's a hundred percent the probably the I, i would imagine the primary one i imagine the elves are another one that people tried to kind of assembled together uh, also. Um, mm. There was probably a chance at some point in time. I, I know at least for my when I started, I for sure was like, I wonder if a rebel chain would be good in here, right? So, Oh, yeah. Yeah. That, that probably didn't work out too well, I, I would guess. Let's just say there were better things to do. Like this is the back in the day when like longbow archers was like one of the better two drops. Yeah. I, I remember playing that like in my white. Not that that's a rebel, but I'm just saying. No. It, it feels it like it. Me that. 
wasn't there one that con- that was like similar? No, I'm thinking of the one that had vigilance. It was white, white steadfast for guard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was that was uh, steadfast guard was was a cool one. Yeah, we we definitely played a lot of steadfast guard in in my day. Yeah, good old masks block constructed and oh. standard at the time. Yeah, I think it, yeah, it's a steadfast guard. I, I just yeah. looked it up and it was just like, oh, I didn't recognize that artwork for it, and then I remembered, oh yeah, that's right, they reprinted it. Yeah, in like eighth edition, tenth edition. Interesting. Yeah, because I remember the old artwork, and I was like, Ugh. yeah. By, the way, by when he initially, by the way, he did not attacking doesn't cause steadfast guard to tap. Yep. Is he like lifting something in that art? In the, in the original one? masks, yeah. I, I, I don't know. Here, let me take a look. Uh, he is lifting that person above his head. It looks like. Oh, okay. See the person on the uh, left-hand side of the card? Oh. Is he, like, carrying him out, I guess? Yeah, I think so. But he looks, like, angry of being carried out. Yeah, maybe he's in pain. Like, yeah, ah, my I leg. <laughs> I can't walk. We should try to find, like, contact Adam Rex and be like, so what was the art instruction on this? What yeah. I'm trying to see here. But, uh. AMA yes, for Steadfast Right. Hey, remember this card from 600 years ago? What was your inspiration, man? Sword dancer. So, <laughs> I'm just looking yeah. at all the rebels. They're just they're. Uh, there, there were look. There were a couple of good ones, right? So like there were the probe. There was the night wing glider and therm or uh, thermal glider Thermograde. and the the pro black one. Yeah, there was there was the, whip quarter, but that was in onslaught. Correct. There was also uh, the one that the three mana one that if you blocked something, it died. A defiant Vanguard. Yeah, that was a nice one to always t- to tutor out. Yeah, so that was a sweet one. I mean, I, I certainly tried that with the rebel stuff, but I imagine elves and and goblins. Goblins for sure was one of the first big ones. Um, yeah, and then elves. There was a little bit of zombie play in onslaught block. Yeah, some like zombie kind of stuff you could do, but that one really didn't get that much support until they printed Gravecrawler. Once Gravecrawler crawler got printed, then it was like, oh yeah, a lot of these black creatures happen to be zombies too. Like, huh? Mm-hmm. Well, that's cool. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of. Uh, have you seen in standard the uh, the whatever Grix's vampires deck? No, but I can, with all the vampire cards, I could see that being a thing. Sure. So it's, so it's essentially, you know, a mid-range deck that just happens to play, it plays like whatever that Evelyn, I think is what she's called, the the triple hybrid card, like, and then just cards that just are incidentally vampires. Sure. So it's like that, and then, but somebody went a step further and found out that a lot of those vampires are incidentally rogues. So that it's playing oh. vampires, yeah, like corpse appraiser is a rogue, and Zaratzan well, uh, or whatever, right? And that's the yeah. rogue, big rogue guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's like playing both of those tribes, like kind of mishmashed in like a mid range shell. I'm like, that's that's cool. Vampire rogue sounds very uh, like they they visit a haberdashery often. Yeah. Oh, the new Nighthawk. Very, very fancy. Yeah. Oh, yeah, the yeah, new from, Nighthawk uh, is uh, Battle for Zendikar. Yep. Uh, yeah. Well, not Battle for Zendikar. Uh, Zendikar, Zendikar uh, Rising. Rising. <laughs> there we go. Yeah. I've played a lot of Standard recently. Can you tell? Can you tell? 
I mean, I've been playing <laughs> standard. Yeah, I don't you, remember yeah, the name. You, you've been playing more standard than I have ever since the pandemic. I don't think I've played a game of standard. Wow. I'm playing a lot yeah. of Pioneer. Ah, uh, yeah. But standard, not so much. Not so yeah. much. Yeah. But I now, you know, our uh, our tribal stuff, it's really easy because, you know, look, humans are everywhere. Yeah. Except Lorwyn. But humans are everywhere. And, like, you can basically very easily have a human tribal sub-theme across, like, Naya colors, especially red-white. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's... A lot of them, yeah, just they get printed. Yeah, they, they're everywhere. So, you know, there's always going to be more humans. And, 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 yeah, I guess Lorwyn had changelings, but I, yeah. Oh, oh man, I'm being that guy. Ah, Wait, oh, no. Hell Oh, no. <laughs> well, that was a good card. I like Mirror Entity. That was a fun one. Oh, Mirror Entity is, whoo. Yeah, that, that was like my, yeah, I'm a tribal. It's Mirror Entity tribal. I play it and then spend mana and then you die. Yep, that's that's my tribe. But yeah, it's it's nice how you know the stuff has been kind of getting. It's easier to in, incidentally support. It's kind of like that Grixis Vampires deck in Standard, where it's kind of like you don't have to really go out of your way as much to support them because yeah. they just happen to naturally synergize well. And you know, as a cube designer, you you have a, you have some more control over that, mm-hmm. but it usually works out. And I think humans are definitely a probably the prime example because of a how many support cards we've gotten over the past however many years, and b just that we always get new humans. Right, and you know, someone uh, you know, there are a lot of people who who criticize that. Um, I think of one in particular, my, my friend Brian, who is on the uh, Vorthos podcast. Uh, his his Twitter handle, I think, is uh, MTG Lord of Leaves. Uh, you know, always bemoans. Well, why are there always more humans, but they don't support elves? This one's for you, Brian. This card's for yeah. you. But there you uh, go. he he always bemoans it. And you know, I I just thought of it right now. I, I probably thought of it before, but I just reminded him right now. I bet you, if we were all elves, like you and me. Yeah. Like if we were elves, elves would be in every set. Like if yeah. elves made the game Magic the Gathering, there would be elves in every set, right? Like because that's the, you know, the point is that we try to see ourselves in some way shape or form in our creative endeavors. Mm-hmm. And I think this is just an extension of that, right? Like, oh, but you can do so much. Yeah, but you know, we we like to try to find that connection somewhere, you know? Yeah. So of uh, in Streets of New Capenna, how many humans do you think there are? Oh God, that's a good question. So let me think. There's a fa- there's there's ogres, and there's um. Uh, so for the sake of there's, there's some cats, there's some citizens, there's some cat citizens, and some other token and some other citizens. Let me think. Yeah. Human so there's citizens. there's 136 total creatures. creatures. Okay. I'm going to say, because like there's also like pugnacious pugilist. He, uh, I'm going to say eighty. Thirty-nine. Oh, that's not very many at all. Yeah, there's just you know a bunch of cats. cats right, I know citizens. there's like cats and dogs and cat citizens and all that stuff. 
I just love Pugnacious Pugilist. Yeah, it's a cute one. How many citizens are there? And this is just card type that says citizen. 24. So there's more humans than citizens. And citizens is one of the themes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. By the way, that cat, is, that cat citizen, the green-white one, that card is busted. Yeah. Card. Uh, civil servant? Is, mm-hmm. Yep. Just raising his hand. Or her hand? I don't know. I, I think it's a... I, I don't know. I don't either. question. It's, it's a cat. Cat meowing. I'm trying to understand their haircut. I don't... I don't know. But yeah. together, we can build a safer, brighter new Capenna. Yeah. Yeah, like in that's... wondering. That's that's inspiring. And like I like the little like sunbeams that are coming in. It's very Yeah. It's very, very inspiring. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But yeah, it's just that how many like almost what is that, like a third of the creatures? Because it's thirty nine creature humans. And what did I say the creatures were? Like hundred sixty? Hundred and thirty something, I think. Or hundred and thirty nine, hundred and thirty six, something like that. Yeah, one thirty six, yeah. So that's like a little, like, kind of a third-ish? Yeah, just under so a third. Yeah, that's... You know, that just shows it goes to show you how much I, I don't pay attention. I've drafted New Capenna a bunch. I just don't pay attention to the... <laughs> unless they were citizens, because yeah. creature, that creature type matters, right? Like, I don't pay attention. Like, I knew yeah. that Civil Servant was a cat. I mean, honestly, you don't really need to. It's just... It's a cat. That's, yeah, it's just how... how everything is. It's just there i'm also one of the worst people as far as magic lore goes i when i'm playing the game i just don't think about the lore aspect at all i think about the lore aspect and the flavor text and all that stuff when i'm like not playing the game i can look at it and be like oh cool that's this artwork doing this or oh hey that flavor text that's cool or whatever when i'm playing the game literally they the cards have names and relevant card text and that's it Mm -hmm. like if the yeah. creature type doesn't matter, like it might as well not exist in my brain. I don't know. I very much demarcate the information that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like tenacious underdog. It's just a dude that's right. Lounging. I want it to be a dog. I want pugnacious pugilist <laughs> to be a pug. Like yeah. I want it to be a dog, and it's not. What creature t- is that? An ogre? It is an ogre. In fact, you are correct. Okay. It's got a subtype too. It's an ogre. Ogre warrior. warrior. Yeah. Yeah, I think the boxers are all warriors. Makes sense. I think. Because I know Tenacious Underdog is. Tenacious UD. Tenacious Earth's Destiny. <laughs> There's the... 27 warriors in Streets of New Capenna. Interesting. That That is a lot higher than I was expecting. Yeah, I imagine a fair amount of them are ogre warriors, too. Uh, I know because that's what the tokens uh, that are made are ogre warriors, right? I think so. A lot of them, it's mostly Jund. So, the do you know what the card ogre warrior is without looking at it? I want to say actually it's, a card yeah, named ogre warrior. So I want to say it's three and a red. I know it has four power. I want to say it's a it's either a fourth three. Or it's like a 4-1 that can't block. No, that's Craven Giant. I'm pretty sure it's a 4-3. All right. So Ogre Warrior is a vanilla 3-3 for 3 and a red. 
Okay, so it's from it's Portal Giant. Second Age slash Starter. However, the flavor text is a pretty good one. Assault and battery included. All right, that's that works. <laughs> that one's a good one, right? I, I like that one. It's it's included. Battery included. Also assault. Yeah. Yeah, wow. that's a nice one. Mm-hmm. Artwork is pretty uh pretty uh pretty cool too. Ogre warrior. Huh. I'll look at detailed. It. It's very nice. So anyway. Yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, so, like, Lauren, I, you know, I'm sure there's a longer discussion to be had of, of all that stuff. But, like, Lauren, I, I remember is the, the last significant time I remember that humans didn't show up. Yeah. Humans weren't around. But uh, as far as, like, supporting tribal in your cube, you can, you know, obviously just make straight up make a tribal cube, right? Like, hey, I like this color, so I'm going to make this. Or I like this tribe, so I'm going to make this cube. You know, uh, I know the mono blue cube has, you know, from that we've talked about in, in years past has like, you know, like wizards, merfolk, and I can't remember the third, uh, creature type. Like they're all like somewhat tribal supported, um, mm-hmm. because those are the very common blue creature types. Um, so that's kind of one way to do it. Uh, another way to do it is, uh, one of the cubes. Uh, I, I kind of studied and, and looked at quite a bit is, uh, I'm, I'm sure I'm going to mispronounce it is the Cthulhu cube, which is, uh, by a, uh, a, a online friend of mine. Uh, he goes by Cavs Fangelo and he maintains this, uh, Cthulhu cube, which is like a horror themed cube that has five tribal, has five tribal aspects to it. So like you can fit in one inside another theme as well. And of course you can always fit in your favorite card. Oh yeah, the old, the old heirloom blade. That tell us all that, about heirloom blade. It's a good card. It's a it's a good one. So should I read it? Yeah. Look, any excuse for you to talk about heirloom blade, right? This is true. So it is a three cost artifact equipment. It is uh yeah, I'll just read it. I'll just Yes, read, read it as well as you read our preview card. Thank you, Wizards of the Coast, for our preview yes. card of Leaf Crown. <laughs> I was going to say Leaf Crowned Elder. <laughs> no, not Leaf Crowned Elder. No three fives up in here. Leaf Crowned Visionary. Thank not you even, for the very preview. But now this right one's going to read a different card, and we'll see how that one goes. Ready, go. I mean, it should be fine. Yeah, Heirloom Blade. Cost three. Artifact equipment. Equipped creature gets plus three, plus one. Whenever equipped creature dies... You may reveal cards from the top of your library until you reveal a creature card that shares a creature type with it. You may put that card into your hand and the rest on the bottom of your library in a random order. Equip right. one. Two things. One, this card could very clearly be banned because of power level in single tribe cubes. Or two tribe cubes. Yeah, probably. Like it's, banned to power. Like okay, just this card's too good. It's really, if you don't have a way to, to blow it up, you just get avalanched. Yeah, it's like, here's my 1-1 one, one, human. Here's another. Oh, I get a... And I think sometimes people may get caught up in, 
you know, just like I have to have a specific one. It's just like it's another warm body. Who cares? Here's a two-two. <laughs> I'll attack pull, with this thing. Pull until this it's sword. Done. Right. Yeah. Now you're a five power creature. All right. So here's the other one. Now I'm going to say this, and we're going to see if it falls into your uh, flicker wisp area of knowledge. Are you ready? Okay. Have you ever thought about the fact that it's three to play, one to equip, and the creature gets three and one for the bonuses? You know, I never thought of that, but I mean, <laughs> uh, is there a significance to it though? Like, I, I, who's to say? Yeah, but who that's knows? like it's three, you know three, three and one. Three and and the one. creature gets plus three plus one. Cool. <laughs> I gave you something else to like about your favorite card. That's nifty. I think it is my as favorite if magic having card. A cat, as if having a cat on it wasn't enough. When they printed that, I was like, oh my god, I need to get one of these. Like this is just. Oh yeah. There's no way I'm not having this version in my cube. Yeah, I still need to get get one of those. What? what? I know. I never got around to it. What? I, I okay. <laughs> Hold on. I have some. I'm pretty sure I have some TCG player store credit. I haven't what? bought. I haven't bought cards in in a long it, since before COVID. <laughs> so yeah. Oh, I just, <laughs> oh my god. I, I feel know, like right? I feel like that's a crime that you don't own this card. I know it. It definitely is. <laughs> oh my god! I just tried to log into TCG Player, and it came up with a captcha that says, "Please click each image containing a smiling dog." Okay, that that that's something I certainly do often. I've like n- never been captured trying to log into the website. I. Uh. I feel somewhat yeah. suspicious. I I don't know. <laughs> it knows I, like, why is it capturing me? Like, that's so weird. It knows you want to get an heirloom blade. It's like uh-oh. I know. I like. I'm trying to do cat stuff here, like uh, like Merlin. <laughs> I'm trying to do cat stuff, and it shows me a bunch of pictures of dogs. I'm closing the window. I'm trying again. There you go. I'm gonna see if it gives me a different one. Sign in. Sign in. It signed me right in. No capture. Okay. Okay. That's that, weird. This is very unusual, but you know, Why is I'll, it doing smiling dog captures. Hold on. I, I to don't. the Google Mobile. Oh, God. oh no. Smiling dog captcha. There there is an article from August 11th saying smiling dogs captcha has gone too far. Mm-hmm. That's funny. That's, yeah, that's, yeah, that's something. Yeah. Yeah. I do, I do like how also I'm just looking at all the kind of human tribal things and it does seem like, you know, it does seem like humans also just have a lot of like, you know, Rick steadfast leader. Oh, if yeah. you're, if you're down for, for that kind of thing mm-hmm. or just like Thali is Lieutenant. I guess when you're kind of considering that kind of thing for your cube, and that's something which can be kind of hard to gauge when you're designing a cube, but I think that's fine to just kind of, you know, kind of design your cube and then make adjustments as you see fit rather than if you're creating a cube, don't then like way overthinking it and then ending up with paralysis analysis. Mm. But like how many of this theme, you know, whichever theme you can think of, but, you know, in this case, it's kind of like human tribal. It's like, what are my payoffs and what do I want my deck to look like with this? And, like, 
how many of like this kind of thing do I want in a deck? Like, you know, I was looking at like Thalia's Lieutenant, for example, mm-hmm. and it's kind of like how many humans would I want in a deck to play Thalia's Lieutenant in my deck? And I feel like eight. I mean, it, it depends, obviously. Like some are much more standalone-y. Like mm-hmm. you know, Goblin Rebel Master, I think was a card that was dismissed early on by a lot of people because a you created goblins that had to attack and that's generally a drawback that's atrocious and b it looked like a goblin linear card and it very much wasn't because you the only thing you really needed for that was itself and that's it sure and i think because that can kind of depend, because like Thali's Lieutenant is a lot more reliant on other humans, but Rao Master isn't. But it's something to kind of think about when you're when you either are creating a cube or like you're drafting one too, like to see what you know what kind of support there is, or you know what you want the deck to look like. Yeah, certainly it's a. Uh... One, one, and I think your opinion as a drafter and as a designer can can be a, a bit different too. Of hey, like how much incidental support do we want? Do we want enough that someone can discover this during the draft process and be like, oh, hey, oh, hey, wait a second, all these are humans, and then oh wow, here's actually this like specific human tribal. Like I think something like Rick is a bit too heavy handed, for example, but something like uh, Talia's lieutenant or like a champion of the parish and especially because of being low on the lower end, I think aren't necessarily as hit over the head with a hammery. Yeah. <laughs> I like that analogy. <laughs> like, you know, like if I, if I'm opening a pack and there's, you know, Rick in the pack, I'm not going to be like, I wonder if this has a lot of humans. Like, yeah, I'm going to know that it is a major theme. And if it's not, then I'm going to get really angry with the designer after I draft it. And there's no human support. Like, gotcha. I don't like expanded universe, whatever they are. I punish people who try to draft that card. Um, but like, if I see a Talia's lieutenant, it's not going to be as much a, like, even though it's still very much the same clue, it doesn't feel as heavy handed. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? It does. Yeah. Because, like, a lieutenant is, you know, has benefits for others and itself. Champion of the parish, literally, it takes one other human, and it's like Isamaru or whatever. So yeah, it's, it's that doesn't good take on very rate. much for it to be on rate, a good card. Yeah. That can go above rate pretty quickly with just a little bit of, you know, a little bit of assistance, a little bit of thoughtfulness as you're drafting. So. Mm-hmm. But, you know, the elves thing, this elf is definitely a the elf theme of, uh, hey, play elves and get mana, play more elves. Yeah, and I think that's another thing, too, is just, uh, which this kind of points to, uh, you know, those abilities is playing, if you are doing tribal things, is try to do things that the tribe does naturally. Right. And I think that's kind of like, kind of self-evident, like, you know, humans like having a lot of bodies to kind of spread the wealth. And I guess and also that, they make each other bigger, right? Cause that's a very common theme and all the human stuff too. 
Yeah. They support each other and make each other bigger where elves are kind of like rabbits and they're looking to like procreate. And I guess goblins kind of as well. Goblins have a little procreation thing going on for sure. I mean, look at, uh, what's the, the format of one that, uh, Krenko, not, yeah, Krenko. Yeah. The first Krenko. That just, mm-hmm. you know, hey, tap this Krenko. Okay, double the amount of double the amount of goblins that you have. You know, Rabble Master and then new Krenko, make more goblins, right? Mm-hmm. All of the goblin a, a lot of the goblin themed cards say get this much for how many goblins you have, right? From something like Brightstone Ritual to something like Pile Driver. Mm-hmm. You get a bonus yeah. based off of how many goblins you have. Yeah. Where the elf stuff is like, hey, we're going to make more mana and draw you more cards so you can make more elves, so you can make more mana, so you can draw more cards, so you can make more elves. Even though, like, Glimpse glimpse is not necessarily an elf card, but, you know, at this point, it might as well well be an elf spell at this point, let's be honest. I was about to say, it's pretty much an honorary member of the family. Oh, yeah. Even then, like, you know, there's, there's other kind of historic things, like elf ball is kind of one of those classic kind of archetypes where, you know, you utilize a lot of that mana to cast some big thing. Oh yeah. Remember the days of uh, every single tribe having a skull clamp deck? Yeah, that's uh that was it. Right. <laughs> yeah. So, like there was like the patriarch spitting goblin clamp deck. There was like the elf ball, like elf deck, like, there was like the affinity, like there's all this, you know, and by affinity tribal, I mean like, you know, artifact creature. But, yeah. I'm trying uh, to think, did yeah. any of the creatures in Rab- in affinity share a type? Well, uh, let's see. Uh, at the time, I don't believe so, but you know, uh, Ravager is now a beast, I think. Yeah. Or, no, or it was a beast for a while. I believe it's now a construct. I thought it was still a beast. Is it still a beast? I feel like we've had this conversation. Probably. And I don't, sounds- I, and I, and I don't know. Uh, um, I don't remember what it finally retconned to at the end. It is um, a beast. It is still a beast. It is still a beast, yeah. Because I was thinking that, like, when you said that, like, all the creature types, because I think Frogmite's a frog, uh, Disciple or whatever, um, Mirror Enforcer is a mirror. Uh, whatever somber hover guards a drone, and I'm pretty sure like disciple of the vault is a human cleric, right? So I, yeah, I don't think any of those yeah, share type. Yeah, arcbound worker construct. Yeah, um, yeah, arcbound worker too. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to think what else in in the various forms of this deck. I'm trying to think uh, all of the different uh types. Broodmoth. A Broodstar? Oh, yeah, Broodstar, yeah. <laughs> Broodstar is a Broodstar, probably. Ooh, Broodstar is a, a beast. beast. Yes. Oh, there we go. We did it. We figured it out. <laughs> Man, Broodstar. That, wow. that is a beast. <laughs> wow. Re- read Broodstar by, like, today's eyes. So for those of you who don't know what Broodstar is, I'm going to read it. And so you can think think of it, especially the, the, the Zoomer generation can, if they're listening to this, can uh, understand. So Broodstar is eight blue-blue for a star-star creature. It has affinity for artifacts, so it costs less, one less for each artifact you control, with flying, and its power and toughness are equal to the number of artifacts you control. So if you have eight artifacts in play, it's a two-mana... Flying 8-8. Eight, eight. Yeah. 
if you have five artifacts in play, it is a five mana flying five five. Yeah. <laughs> five that's, mana flying five five for five. That's hmm. with that, no other abilities. I see. It's a beast. <laughs> that it is. It's ability. It's a beast. And, and he is he vomits light or like is sucking up. Maybe it's like a vacuum. It looks kind of like a UFO, like the bright white light that abducts people. Yeah. Is there something stuck? Is that like a fish that's in the light that's being like sucked up? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Something's definitely being sucked up there. It's got like a little skeleton outline. That's what it kind of reminds me of like the uh uh like the the UFO light, right? There has to be a bigger picture of this. There has to be. So uh, what was the, 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 the hover guard that was in? What did you mention there? Not hover guard sweepers. Uh, somber hover, hover guard. guard. That's what yeah. it was. Somber. I couldn't remember the, the descriptor. I just remember hover guard sweepers being unbeatable in. Uh, in Momir Basic. Yes, in Momir Basic. <laughs> yeah, you just <laughs> like, okay, I lose my two best creatures and you have a giant flyer. I, right. I guess I'm dead. Right, play an eight, cross my fingers. I and then sometimes you would just go right to your graveyard, and you're just like, what happened? You're like, oh, it was Cognivore. Nice. You have to, like, actually, like, look in your graveyard, like, uh... Yeah, like, what happened? What What? what happened? Oh, <laughs> oh Cognivore. My bad. <laughs> that's how I died. That's a, that's a uh, large picture of it. Yeah, there you go. That is a large picture. Yeah, it's, like, definitely a little... I mean, it's a cool artwork. I dig it. Oh, for sure. Yeah, I just don't know what the thing is. Like, is it... I mean, it's also in Mirrodin, too, so it may have just been, like, some kind of metal thing. It's a beast, duh. It's not made of metal. Oh, yeah, I guess it could be eating a metal thing. Yeah, that's what I mean. The thing in the bottom. The thing that's being yeah. sucked up. Maybe. I don't... My Arizona friend's favorite cards. Broodstar. Yeah. Good old... Good old Broodstar. <laughs> How do we get on Broodstar anyway? And, and uh, tribal, oh, Skull Clamp. Tribal types and uh, <laughs> Affinity. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Skull Clamp. Every deck had a Skull Clamp. Every, every tribe. Now, what's the new... Uh, the new... Uh, the one from MH2. What is that creature type? The one that's both Thoughtcast and the drone at the same time. Oh, Thought Monitor? Thought Monitor. I want to say that's... It's a I don't, it's a construct. Yeah, I was going to say, that go. feels like it'd be a construct. Yeah. More tribal. Yeah, that that makes sense. That Yeah, compare that to Broodstar. Right? You're like, hey, back in my day, we used to play like Artifact Creatures and Thought Cast separately. Mm-hmm. And I just... And we, and we liked it. I've seen so many of these costs for a single blue, and I'm just like, mm-hmm. like, okay, I guess, uh, yep, guess uh, I draw two. So back in the day, the affinity Merfolk matchup was just about unlosable for uh, affinity. It was really, really difficult to lose to Merfolk. It was just a nightmare matchup for them. And I remember playing a match in an, I don't know, you know, like random tournament somewhere. Uh, I think I was actually visiting family in Philadelphia and there was something going on. So I went and played magic that night. Uh, 
and I was playing against the, I was playing my affinity deck and I'm playing against a, a merfolk player and things aren't going well. Cause I don't have colored mana for whatever mm-hmm. reason. I don't have colored mana at all. And so like turns by turns pass. And I'm like, okay, like this sucks. Like this is not going well. Can't draw a mox. Can't draw any of the lands. Can't draw a spring leaf drum. So, you know, like he's just basically playing a bunch of two twos that are, that are you know, slowly becoming three threes or bigger. And I said, a bunch of idiots. And mm-hmm. then he casts spreading seas on one of my cards. Oh, and you're like, oh, hey. <laughs> we won shortly afterwards. Wow. I was like, and we're unlocked. One mana, yep. draw two, play a mox, tap that for blue, draw two, do this, like play a replacement mox, sack this mox. Like it just like went off like soon afterwards. It was like, hey, yeah, thanks. When you said Merfolk had a tough matchup versus Affinity, I was almost going to say Merfolk has a tough matchup against a ham sandwich. <laughs> seems like... don't, don't, don't let the prof hear you say that. Yeah. What's the win percentage of Merfolk versus ham sandwich? <laughs> I, you know, I'm a coin flip versus a ham sandwich. Depends on now if it's right. If it's a if it's if we're talking honey baked ham, I'm way of I'm you know like thirty seventy or whatever. Like you know, yeah, you're it's done. almost not worth it's almost not worth sideboarding against. But you know, if we're talking like you know regular old lunch meat like Oscar Mayer like lunch meat counter ones, like I think we got all right. Like if for some reason they like put ketchup on it, oh yeah, that's that's like eighty twenty me. How about mustard? Does mustard? Oh no, no, no! My, mustard's a no go. Like mustard, I, I might as well just like skip around and eat lunch. Yeah. I, oddly enough, perhaps go get a ham sandwich. <laughs> Wallow in the pain. Right. If you can't beat it, if you can't eat them, join them. Nice. Ah. That's, that's the oh, one that hand applause. That was good. Uh, I liked it. Thank, thank you. Thank you. I liked it. Thank you. Yeah. One of these days, I feel like doing an. I'll probably do an article about Heirloom Blade and just kind of lessons it taught me about. Ooh, I think everything what, I learned in life, I learned from Heirloom Blade. You know, I was actually I was thinking about that earlier, and like the kind of subjective, the title, the perspective title wasn't that far from it. Nice, <laughs> it was kind of like something like that. Yeah, <laughs> it was. It's kind of one of those things. Yeah, where it's just like, but I don't think, I don't think. uh our our leaf crown visionary friend is going to be in. It's not going to be like a rab master kind of card where it's just like so, does its thing on its own, and you look at it and you're just like, I can. It gets better if I have more goblins, but it's fine on its mm-hmm. own. Like this is really not fine on its own, but that's you know you could make it work. Mm-hmm. But that's just a question like you you have as a cube designer and as a drafter too. It's just like if you open it in a pack. It's kind of like the thing you were saying about Rick. It's like this had better be a very good sign that, and if not, I'd be very unhappy. Be like, right? What's this? Uh, what's this leaf leaf crown visionary doing? And then you see, like, you open it. Let's say you pick it, pack one, pick three, and then you don't get any other elves. You're like, hey, what happened? 
<laughs> what happened? How did my life? How, right. How did we end up here? What just happened? Yeah. I think at one point in my life, I could have written a book called uh, Everything I Learned in Life I Learned from Jungle Weaver. We, yeah. we used to do lots of Jungle Weaver. Like, how like how good is a random card? Like, what's the value of a random card? Like, to cycle it? Right. Yeah, I mean... Like, it could be anything, even a Jungle Weaver. It, it could could be... That's, a, that's like... Such a weird feeling when you cycle into a cycling card. <laughs> it's like, I'm going to cycle this, get another cycling card. It's like, yeah, it's like that. Good timing. Nice job, Noisy. <laughs> Didn't I just cycle this card? <laughs> it's like you ever, <laughs> you ever see that... I don't know if it was a viral thing or a meme or whatever, but it was like it was like some dude who was like on a road and it was like this road rage picture was this guy wearing like a bucket on his head and the other guy knocks the bucket off his head and there's another bucket underneath <laughs> the bucket. <laughs> That's what it's like when you cycle for another cycler. Like... <laughs> now who who did Buckethead Buckethead the guitar player, who did he play for? I think was he in a band or who was, was he just a soloist? I think he was a soloist. I think okay. he did some stuff with Axel Rose. Okay, because I do remember actual Buckethead. Yeah. For uh, some reason, I thought he was dead. He's not dead. He's alive. Yeah, he's, he's I'm so still sorry, alive. Buckethead. I don't know why the. I, I must have confused him for somebody else that I thought was dead for some reason. Oh, uh, I think it was Les Claypool. He he worked with a bunch of people though. But, oh, okay. Yeah. I don't know why I was thinking Axel Rose. Why did I think? No, because it says here he was a member of Guns N' Roses from 2000 to 2004. Oh, that, that'll do it. Yeah. There you go. Huh. Oh, he's also played with Bootsy Collins. Huh. Done co- that, collabs. That's nifty. Grooves in the bucket. The Michael Jackson tribute. Man. That's, that's some range. Movie soundtracks. Huh, I did not know that. Ooh. Wow. Johnny Mnemonic in Mortal Kombat? What? Yeah. <laughs> what? What? Contributed to several movie soundtracks. There you go. Wow. Huh, I'll be. <laughs> in I'll 1997, be Buckethead began working on the album Buckethead Plays Disney. But the album has not yet been released. According to his website, uh, has yet it's yet to be completed. It is his most precious personal project, so he won't record or release it until he knows it is ready. I'm guessing probably copyright too. He's also contributed to Beverly Hills Ninja and Mortal Kombat Annihilation. Wow. What is nice? That guy I'm so is... glad we wound up on Buckethead. Buckethead. <laughs> Talking about Jungle Weaver. Which spawned from heirloom blade. It could be anything. Uh, be so- God, we used to we used to reference jungle weaver all the time. It could be anything, even another jungle weaver. Like Who man feels like so much of a big cycling cost these days? Like I know, God, Ikoria had to ruin people, right? Yeah. Yeah, I'll just cycle for one. Right, and also make all my burn spells bigger and also make my foxes bigger. 
and oh, also yeah. make 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 a one one token to go with my three one for two every turn. Yeah. Or the old cycling shark typhoon. Oh yeah. Yeah. Shark Typhoon's a great magic card. It really is. Big fan. It's a it's it's a very good win con. That's that's for sure. I had a I had a very interesting moment in a uh I uh, made top eight of a RCQ recently in Pioneer and was playing the red white heroic deck, made an attack into a blue white control player, they cycled and made a shark token. How big? And he they have four mana up with a shark Ap- token in play. Okay. My attacker is lethal. I have a protection spell in my hand. And it took me a while to try to figure out what it was I should do. So they had four mana open after they cycled? Correct. So they had enough for a wandering emperor. Yeah. That's that's what I was thinking. But they also made a shark. How big was the shark? I mean, in the, uh, irrelevant. Okay. Not enough to kill the attacker. Okay. But enough to... Enough to delay by a turn. Yeah. And so basically, I had reasoned out that based on what they had done, there was another window previously what had happened that the basically I had put them on the only way they could have a wandering emperor is if they had drawn it off the cycling. Hmm. And I'm, I was like racking my brains, like, what's the correct choice to do here? Um, do I do it now? I had played a second attacker, so I had played a duplicate. So like, if I lost this one, it wasn't the end of the world. Yeah, because the second one would likely then be lethal afterwards, even if they had a, an emperor. Because um, I think I had another projection spell in hand, but only one man. Like only, you know, I could only cast one per turn for whatever. I don't remember what the exact details were, but I'm like, okay, do we give this thing protection from blue and represent lethal? I'm pretty sure, unless they drew the wandering emperor, they would like they would have played, like they they would have played differently. They had to have just drawn it. And so I gave my creature protection from blue. Mm-hmm. They channeled Ottawara. I'm like, nope, didn't think of that. Never mind. What? <laughs> Which is another great magic card, by the way. Yeah. Wow. I did not wouldn't have thought of that. Yeah, huh. it just didn't. I hadn't played enough Pioneer uh, to, and it just I completely forgot about Ottawara. I mean, it, I killed him. I killed him two turns later, or whatever. But. Okay. One or two turns later. So it didn't ultimately matter, but that was a really fun, like, okay, they would have done this and they would have done this. Um, this is the only way it would have done this. You know what I mean? Like trying to work out exactly what was going on mm-hmm. because, you know, like, Hey, how's this going to, how's this going to work? And so it was also like, you know, I, I, I wish I could remember more details. It's too many weeks ago now, but oh, it's nowhere, perhaps man. there was, there was something else too, where it's like, because it was before blockers. Oh, that's what you know. What it might have had vigilance from uh, the Innistrad spell that gives it a plus one plus one counter with flashback. Oh, Homestead, Homestead, Homestead Courage. Courage. Okay. Yeah, it might have had vigilance. So I'm like, I don't think it's a Wandering Emperor because I think they would also have wanted to do that before blockers so they can make a Samurai token in response. Yeah. So I'm like, so I don't think they do like, I, I, I kind of like logic that out. Like, I don't think they would have done that first. I don't, I just didn't, didn't even think about Ottawara. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that, like, that's kind yeah. of left field. It's like, yeah, got me, got me, and then they died. <laughs> so it was all and good. they just died. And, anyway. we, yep, and then we both wound up making top eight anyway. So like it all worked out for everybody involved. So that, that works. Was, that was kind of an interesting place. But yeah, those uh, those two blue cards are pretty good. The bucket. And, and one of those blue cards gets to be land. Nice. So yeah, heirloom bucket with cycling. Heirloom <laughs> bucket with cycling. I guess you kind of cycle into another creature when something with heirloom blade dies. Uh, yeah, in a way, sure. It. Unless you don't have any matching creature types. Yeah. Yeah. No, don't do that. <laughs> don't do that. Don't, don't do that. But what if you, is it a May ability? It's a May, yeah. Oh, okay. So you don't have to show your opponent your whole deck. Correct, yeah. Okay, that's good. Yeah, so you don't... I feel like I've never, I feel like I've never not revealed to Heirloom Blade triggers, so... Yeah, it's just like, oh, here's... Here's a here's another human. So, my favorite... here's the question. Have you ever not been sure and just revealed cards and hoped you hit something? Um... Like, I think I have another wizard in my deck? <laughs> I don't think I have. Okay, okay. I think I've usually been like it's one of those few things I pay attention to. Gotcha. <laughs> it's, like, it's like what is ah? There we go. It's kind of like uh, when I was drafting Time Spiral Block, mm-hmm. I was like, I don't want to be the guy who loses to the, his own pact, so I never did. Right. Oh yeah, like, no. I mean, you know, the the packs in my cube have have tick marks on them, have hash, have uh, marks on them from people dying to them. Yeah, and I have like vowed never to be one of those marks. Yep. So far, so good. I forget which one has more. I want to say slaughter packed more when I left. Well, it's yes. So I think at one. But the problem is, is that I since I started doing it, I had gotten a new pact of negation because I had gotten a foil one at some point. So the counters reset. Oh. Because it was a new card. Yeah. So I don't know. I It is unfortunately unknown to me which pact has accumulated by name of card more victims. Yeah, like over the years. Right. Okay. But I think it's pact of negation if I have to huh. think about which one accumulated more over them. But I think currently the slaughter pact has more on it. Okay. Because, you know, it's a three mana versus five mana, right? So it's just kind of like you're more apt to get blown out because of a five mana double blue spell than you are from a one a three mana single black spell. Yeah. Because they definitely I guess just killed people by just knocking out their second blue source. Oh, yeah. That's always a, that's always a fun time for, for one party, not oh, the other. Oh, believe me, it's fun for everybody. They just don't realize it until afterwards. That's true. <laughs> At the time, it's not very fun. It's like, all right. When everyone's screaming, get the Sharpie! Get the Sharpie! <laughs> it's like, you know, the Karate Kid, get him a body bag! I mean, I guess you kind of do. So, yeah, in a way. Yeah? Yeah, in a way? Certainly. Yeah. <sighs> well, that was fun. Yeah. That was... Have any more any more thoughts on... Uh, Ye old uh, leaf crown visionary. I, I like the fact that it's the name is kind of an homage to Elvish visionary as well, even if it doesn't do visionary things. But yeah, it is a I mean, it, I, I mean, it kind of does. Like, you know, you draw a card, but it's kind of delayed. Like, it's not mm. immediate. But 
Yeah, I mean, I do like that it's a cheap elf lord, like clan colors. Yeah, the two two mana elf lords are pretty rare. Usually, they're mostly three. Yeah, yeah. So that's remember, like, remember like how good a uh, prefect or uh, a perfect is, and everybody thought it should be prefect. Yeah, I guess it was because of like what the Lorwyn flavor, right? Of elves, it's like the right the beauty standards, right? So, hence yeah. like you know eye blights, right? Eye blights mm-hmm. ending. Yeah. You're yeah, like ergo you did. Mhm. Yeah, you don't belong, so so you must die or whatever. So I mean, but I do like it. It's it's a nice it's a, it's a nice little elf. I'll probably play it in historic. Yeah, well, you know, see again, remember we talked about earlier about Rick and some other stuff? Now that I see this card, I want to know what other elves there are. Mhm. Yeah. Because I can't imagine that this would just be a a one-off tribal drop into this set without anything else to go with it, especially when one of the promos is also an elf. I feel like they're setting, setting up some, some elfy things here. Oh, for sure. Yeah. There's probably, probably good amount of, uh, of elves, some elvish shenanigans. Yeah, I, I, I find it hard to imagine not to be, so I'm looking forward to it. So very cool. Yeah. Wizards. Thank you again for the free preview. Get us to talk about, uh, let's see, uh, cats, buckethead, <laughs> tribal beasts, broodstar. <laughs> I do what every. I know I say this in like a lot of episodes, but I sometimes wonder if people is like this is like their episode they listen to, and they're like, "Is this supposed to be a cube podcast? Like, what are these? <laughs> what are these old people talking about? <laughs> what? Next, they're going to start talking about what it was like before cell phones. God." At first, I thought you were going to say before selfies, and I'm like, oh, oh wow, wow. Yeah, that was, that was a different time. For a second, I thought you were going to say before remote controls, where you had to actually get up and turn the knob on the TV. Yeah, that was not that was not great. Turn to channel <laughs> three to get the game console working. Yep, yep. And you had to set it. There was a channel selector on the thing. So it was like channel two or three or three or four. Right, yeah. Like flip it to the right thing on the RF converter. Or the or RF switch. Yeah, the RF yeah. switch. Yeah. I was gonna say, I think I remember it just being three and four. Yeah, I think it was. I to say I, when I said two, three, I'm like, no, I think it was three, four. Yeah. Yeah, retro gaming. Yeah. <laughs> now you can just hook it up on a I don't know HDMI cable or something. I'm not complaining though. Like technology for that kind of stuff is awesome. Oh, it's so easy now. It's yeah. so plug and play instead of like, all right, well, now I have to go through here and go through. Now, the biggest problem is like if I want to hook up like my NES or my like Sega CD, it's like, OK, so I have an RF converter and this has to go into an RCA and I got to mm-hmm. make sure I have an RCA adapter. OK, so it needs to go into this one. That's not an HDMI adapter and then the RCA. OK, but it's everything now is like uh, RGB, like component the VGA cables instead of just like the red or like red and white for Mm -hmm. left and right. And then yellow one for video. Okay. Well, which one do I put it in? It's if this is a VGA. Yeah. You gotta do the mix and match, like (laughs) plug it in and then you try to figure out like which one, like you plug one in and you're like, is it on? uh, Yeah. Is it on? (laughs) Can I hear anything? Is it black and white? I still need to hook up my switcher and like my N64 and dreamcast and, all that stuff into my switcher. I just plan on doing it on a weekend and I never do. 
Yeah, I have. Man, I have all those consoles. Just like uh, be making the 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 trip home soon to grab the rest of them because like I made the mistake of moving cross country before grabbing all my stuff. So unfortunately, I left my parents with like stuff in their like in their crawl space or whatever. But it's like a an NES with a bunch of games, a uh, Genesis and Sega CD with a bunch of games, a Super Nintendo. Uh, mm-hmm. with, with games. I think here I have a PlayStation, like a PS1 with games. I have a Dreamcast. Yep. I love, I love Dreamcast so much. Dreamcast so is far great. ahead of its time. So far ahead of its time. Yep. And Space Channel 5 is one of my favorite games ever. Didn't that have Michael Jackson in there? Yes, it did. <laughs> he was Space Michael. Yeah, he do. <laughs> with Ulala, who is the main character. Yeah. Oh, what a great soundtrack. Go check out yeah. Space Channel 5 soundtrack. It's awesome. It's like yeah. a uh, Japanese big band, and they can play. Woo. That game is sweet. My console was, too. Now, now I have the music stuck in my head. Yeah. <laughs> this is great. Yeah. All right, so anyway, Buckethead what? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Things. So uh, where, where can people uh, find your stuff, find you? To, so that way they can tell us all the different ways that, that they were dumb, like we were with the double entendre things. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, a lot of my, a lot of my musings are on Twitter at Usman the red lately. I've been tweeting about, I don't know, me playing arena and alchemy and things and stuff, but yeah. yeah well, by the time this broadcasts, you'll have played in your, uh, the thing you qualified for. What is it called? Again? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know the whatever qualifier alchemy thing. I should know what it's called, but I don't. <laughs> yeah, that's okay. Hopefully you'll hopefully uh by the time this broadcast you'll have said you made day two, maybe made some made some money. That'd be awesome. Yeah, or or qualify for the mythic. I guess it's a mythic invitational qualifier, I guess. Oh, okay. Well maybe if you know. get some cash, you can buy yourself an air a cat heirloom blade. There we go. Yeah. Yeah, hook myself hair, up. Hair hairball loom blade. Oh doesn't quite work. It's close. That'll work. I'm going to workshop it. So yeah, let's do so that. It turns out. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that, I think that's the main one. I'm still planning on doing a cube reviews of, uh, Kamigawa neon dynasty and streets of new Capenna. They're kind of weird because like they're sets where if you're doing, if you're, it, it's kind of thematic to this kind of episode too, where it's just like, if you're if you're not really pushing any kind of specific themes, they can be kind of middle of the road sets. Mm-hmm. But there's certain ways you can push your cube to make those sets much more impactful. You know, if, if for Kamigawa, it's like you know artifacts and enchantments and new pick Capenna. It's you know tricolor or multicolor things. So that's been kind of a road mental roadblock for those, but they'll come out eventually. Probably not by the time this comes out, but <laughs> you know, ah. eventually. Hey, remember all those uh, all those years ago when we said that they couldn't possibly print enough two power one drops in white for us to not play any? Yeah, yeah, we got we got it's have some more cake, have some more cake. <laughs> I'm not complaining so though. So many. I mean, look, it's it's a better problem than the opposite, right? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Got no no goblin cadets. I'm no. play that. Oh God, the days of Goblin Cadets. <laughs> Don't block me. Oh God, here you go. I'm on your side. 
Yeah. It wouldn't even deal damage. It would just switch. Correct. So it wouldn't even kill their thing either. It would just be like, yoink. Help. Remember there was the Echo Goblin as well? Oh, yeah. Goblin Patrol. Goblin Patrol. Yep. I'm glad those days are are not a thing anymore. Right. Talking about incidental vampires. uh, There's the the one two one from one of the Innistrad sets for in red. That's just like two one vampire. Oh, also vampires have madness for their cost or something. I don't know. Oh yeah. It was like Falcon wrath something. Yeah. Like there was there, isn't there a new one too, right? Yeah. It's like the recent ones. Yeah. You like sacrifice a vampire where you get to rummage. Yeah. Is it Falcon wrath noble? No, that's the black. No, that's the old one. Wrath. That's the, what's the old, that's the two mana or the expensive black one. What is it? Falcon wrath. Huh. Uh, the old pit the, fighter, pit fighter, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Rat pit fighter. That's it. Oh yeah, that's right. You get to discard a card for two mana and rummage, right? Also so a bad like, SNES fighting game. Ooh, nice. God, I remember playing pro wrestling. I I remember, <laughs> I remember playing like just you know like actual pro wrestling. You know the NES game. Yeah, the little Starman or whatever. Yeah, right, exactly. And I was on a 56 match win streak because I hadn't had to fight Starman computer like CPU controlled Starman in 35 <laughs> in 35 matches. I just could not beat super high difficulty Starman by the huh. computer. And then it met, paired me up with Starman. I was like, oh, a win, God. a winner is not you. No, I got, I, 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 you know, flawless victory. I don't think existed back then as a terminology. Yeah. I'm pretty sure they, uh, they got me good. Yeah. Every time I tried to do something, he like clotheslined me like, come on, you can't decide to clothesline me that quickly. <laughs> I think I was playing with the ultimate warrior looking one. Oh yeah. God, stupid star man. Yeah. He used to like munch on your head too, didn't he? Like bite your head in that game also. Uh, I think he had like a biting your head move. That's not very nice. I, I, I this is what I'm trying to say. Is it not have to look it up? Star. <laughs> what is my internet search history gonna look like? Starman <laughs> pro wrestling biting head. He pre. That's where Mike Tyson got the idea. Oh, uh, no, Starman's apparently a luchador, IRL. Okay, that makes sense. Here we go. Here, here's one. Uh, Starman, ready ready for his bio, is very mysterious. No one knows precisely where he comes from or how old he is. However, the wrestler is very reminiscent of some of the famous wrestlers from Mexico. He's good at the acrobatic techniques derived. The audience yeah. gets a real thrill when they see him use the somersault kick. But it doesn't have, like, a move list. It Biting my head. <laughs> Bad bite. I, I, I don't remember. I, I don't know. Maybe I'm. I, I could be hallucinating. I, I don't know. I just remember him. But I remember him clotheslining me and biting my head. Huh. Maybe it was the different character that looked like Blanca from Street Fighter that was the the head biter. But I thought it might have been Starman because it was like, is he an alien? Like I don't know. I don't know. But you can find me on Twitter with your stupid remembrances of double meanings at Anthony 42. Uh, pretty much that everywhere. Uh, you know, discord and Twitter and just about every single subscription 
type service, like gaming things or whatever. If you see yeah. Anthony 42, very, li- very likely it's me. So the same with me and Usman, the red, even though that handle is not as, as, as a historic as, as Anthony 42. So it looks like ah. the Amazon was the one who bit. Oh, huh. Some of his moves cause the opponent to bleed. Wow, that's that's some that's some violence. <laughs> I know, like, yeah, that's why I have to look it up. Pro, I, man, I just don't remember. I just remember getting my head bit by somebody. I think it maybe it was just that. Oh that yeah, maybe. Oh yeah, it was the like the fishy looking guy. That was the one that bit your head. Yeah, yeah, that's that's whatever the Amazon. That's or what it was, right? Okay. Okay, Starman was just the one who used to clothesline you. I think. Yeah. Yeah, I'm still traumatized by that. That was a lot of wins in a row to have to go away. And it's like, on the other hand, I consider myself very lucky to have gotten that far without having to fight him. I like that it says Mexico question mark. Right, it's very mysterious. Yeah, you, you never know. And, and the, the Amazon is just unknown. Just you, <laughs> who knows where that's coming from? The river, I guess. Like shrug. <laughs> I guess that. Piranha bite. All right. Ooh, fighter Hayabusa. I remember that name now. Wow. Isn't it like Ryu's name in Street Fighter? Is like it Ryu? I think like Hayabusa? Ryu Hayabusa. Yeah, I think. Or Ninja Gaiden. So there was fighter Hayabusa, Giant Panther, King Corn Karn. Oh, I feel like that's got to be somewhat racist. That I, I yeah, that does that that didn't age well. Right, I mean, it was a Japanese game. It was a Japanese game. I guess. I mean, I guess they're making fun of Korea. King Slender, uh, Starman, and the Amazon. Okay, Ryu Hayabusa from Ninja Gaiden. Okay. 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 Yeah. Okay. Man, Ninja Gaiden. I. You know what game I also remembered? What was the Ninja uh, Samurai Showdown? Oh yeah, that was good. a big. I, I always felt like I wanted to learn more about that, but there weren't enough. Neo Geo machines in the arcades, yeah. In order to get enough playing time on him, that was another system that was ahead of its time. Oh yeah, the Neo Geo system, man, it's so good. You could like put your memory card in there. Yeah, like Like, that's and take it to the arcade. You could literally take your like from your home console to the arcade. Heck yeah, yeah. That's that's a cool idea. It was very ahead of its time. And it's now, like, who uh, needs an arcade? I have my phone that does more than all of those things. Yeah, exactly. Now it's just like, <laughs> I'll play whatever. Man. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, all right. Well, a- anything else uh, you- you'd like to add here about our uh, our elf friend or cubing or... Buckets or cycling or, uh, yeah, I can't really think of anything. Um, yeah, I don't know. Keep on well, uh, rocking the free world. Well, I guess that only leaves one thing left to do. Oh yeah, rock over London, rock on Chicago. Dominaria United, back with a vengeance. Yeah, that's. You think they'll reprint Vengeance? So yeah, who, who's getting Vengeance? I haven't looked at the lore. 
Oh, uh, who's back for vengeance? Uh, I think the Phyrexians. Oh, okay. Do they feel so they can like go for vengeance? Uh, probably like, do they have emotion. Is it a chroma? Is a chroma coming back for vengeance? Ooh, that that'd be cool. Because like actual vengeance, that card is not good. No, it did not age very well. No. <laughs> How about the Sword of Vengeance? I remember playing that in my cube at some point. Yeah, it. Yeah, it's it's a it's a three mana equipment that hmm. equips for three. I feel like Heirloom Blade probably was that too, but someone's like, let's make it equip one, and that that made it so much better. Yeah, if it was like if Heirloom Blade was a three. And then three to equip. I would not care about that card at all. How about the arena card Herald of Vengeance? Oh, that card's great. Yeah, like nice attacks. It kills creature lands too. Like nice attacking with your den of the bugbear. Now it's so dead. now now compare actual vengeance four mana sorcery kill a tapped creature as so opposed to flying five, five mana flying four or five that destroys all the permanents that. Dealt damage to you the last <laughs> turn. <laughs> for for one additional white mana, you get a four five flyer that also kills more things. Yeah, that's just that's fair. That's perfect. <laughs> Power creep. What? I yeah. don't know. To be fair, I guess it is a rare instead of an uncommon. Yeah, yeah. That's 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 good at least. <laughs> So, by the way, are you familiar that Vengeance and Take Vengeance actually do the same thing? No. So, Take Vengeance is the same thing for half the cost. Wow. That's cool. Yeah. Wow. Oh, good flavor text. Your death will be a balm. You're passing a welcome revision, and all will sigh with peace to know of your demise. Nice. That's cool. Yeah. That's some that's, that's some that's some heavy stuff. You, you are you did. <laughs> right, like you're dead and everyone's gonna be happy that you're dead and we'll we'll be happy that you have ceased to exist. I mean that's that's pretty that's pretty uh yeah. No one's gonna miss you. Yeah. They're all they're all gonna laugh at you. They're all gonna laugh at you. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> oh! The, the 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 sentimental side came out. Oh. Yeah, poor creature. Yeah. All right. Well, this was a lot of fun. Yeah. And thank you to Wizards for the free preview. And uh, we'll we'll catch you all. We'll catch you all soon. Plans are yeah. brewing. Plans yeah. are brewing. We got a got some ideas going. Got some ideas. Yeah. They don't they don't involve Usman writing, so Okay. They'll yeah. <laughs> that would be game You'd be screwed if that was the case. They they don't involve double entendres in Usman's writing. So we oh. should be good. Yeah, that should be fine. <laughs> all right. We'll see y'all next time. Bye. All right. Peace out everybody.